Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome back. We'll get caught up on a couple things since the last time we met. We have a Jonathan Sobolewski piece on the origin of the name Arab Alabama. And we'll talk about what the weather might do over the course of this Thanksgiving week. I'm Mike Morgan and we're down in Alabama. Sad news to start with. There were a couple of tragic car accidents in the state late last week that took the lives of young kids. And one of them also claimed a longtime regular caller on the Paul Feinbaum show. Tammy Bullard, known as Tammy from Clanton on the show, and one of her grandkids, a three-year-old granddaughter, died Friday on 280 between Sylacauga and Childersburg, reports AL.com's Carol Robinson. The state trooper said that a commercial vehicle may have blown a tire, overturned and veered into the other lane where it collided with Tammy's SUV. Tammy was a huge Auburn fan and a memorable character who stood out among characters on the Feinbaum show. So we're definitely going to keep that family in our prayers along with those others. Well, it looks like the awful sewer system situation in Uniontown should be getting fixed up. The system has drawn attention recently with its old leaky pipes that let out sewage and let in so much groundwater that the whole system backs up. Their treatment lagoon overflows. Freetown Creek carries some of it into the Alabama River and generally it just kind of stinks up the place. But now AL.com's Dennis Pillion reports that the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Rural Development Office has approved a $23.4 million grant to develop a new wastewater system in the area. Uniontown is located just west of Montgomery and south of Tuscaloosa. Well, the town of Arab, Alabama has come up a few times on this podcast over the past year or so. Now, if you don't know any better, you hear somebody say Arab and you think they said it wrong somehow or another. Well, here's the story behind that name, courtesy of expert explainer Jonathan Sobolewski. If you're new to Alabama and reading the news, it's not uncommon to get confused by headlines like this. Wreck claims life of Arab man. Okay. Uh, They don't usually put people's ethnicity in stories about fatal car accidents. Obscene graffiti appears on Arab stop signs. I'm not sure how they even knew those stop signs were Arab, but if you bother to say the headline out loud, someone will quickly point out. It doesn't say Arab, it says Arab, like the town of Arab, Alabama. Oh. Well, that just opens up a different question. Why does Alabama have a town called Arab? Was it founded by an Arab community, or were the early townspeople just really into Arab culture? No. The real answer is way stupider than that. So back in the 1800s, the U.S. was facing a little bit of a naming problem. As new towns and villages cropped up in rural America, it wasn't uncommon for them to just be named after the community's founders, or some other important person in the area. Unfortunately, you can only have so many Harrisburgs, Harris Towns, and Harrisvilles in a state before it starts to get pretty confusing to give directions, and it was a particular problem for the Postal Service. If you're trying to send a letter to Walkersville, that's going to be quite a headache if there are two Walkersvilles in a given state. So the federal government set up guidelines for any new towns that wanted a post office. 
the name of the post office had to be approved by the U.S. Postal Service in advance. Since a lot of towns ended up taking the name of their post office, in practice, the Postal Service kind of became the arbiter of town names in America. And this is where the small Alabama community of Thompson's Village found itself in 1882. The area was founded by Stephen Tuttle Thompson, and by the 1850s, a community kind of sprung up around his farm. In 1882, they decided they wanted a post office and applied, suggesting three possible names for the post office. Ink, like what's in pens, Bluebird, and A-Rad, named for Thompson's son, Branson A-Rad Thompson. Eventually, the application got approved with the third name. However, somewhere along the way, a typo happened, and when it was finally official, the post office's name had been switched from A-Rad to A-Rab. Now, this wasn't unheard of. Just ask the community of Snowball, Arkansas, which applied to get its post office under the name Snow Hall. Now, the good folks of Thompson's Village could have tried to get this corrected, but honestly, it would have taken a lot of time and paperwork, and they really just wanted a post office as soon as possible. So they said, eh, fine, who cares, and the ARAB post office was set up. Flash forward 10 years, and the area had still not bothered to get the name fixed when they decided to incorporate and become an official town. So the town took the post office's name, and ARAB Alabama was born in 1892. The town that typos created. Now, I'm Jonathan Soboleski for Reckon. I reckon so. Thanks, Sobo. Well, Thanksgiving's coming up on Thursday, and a lot of folks are going to be traveling around the state and beyond between now and next week. I have weather reporter Lee Morgan here to talk a little bit about what the weather might do this week. What do you think it's going to look like, Lee? I think it's going to be a pretty good week. We might have a little rain on Monday, and then it's going to get a little cooler Tuesday and Wednesday with temperatures below average, but not quite as cold as last week. Okay. Yeah, I think a, a specific question for a lot of people, how warm should I dress when I go hunting on Thanksgiving morning? You're going hunting on Thanksgiving? Well, theoretically, one might plan such a thing. Well, on Thanksgiving, it's supposed to be a pretty nice day with highs would range from the 50s up in North Alabama to the lower 60s in South Alabama with uh, low rain chances. But I don't really know what the temperature is going to be in the (laughs) doghouse. Thanks, Lee. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back here tomorrow. Until then, come see us anytime you want to at AL.com.